0: Hey y'all, welcome back to 86,500 Seconds. In today's episode, we're talking about the good old B-I-B-O-L-E and the story of Jesus Christ. So without further ado, let's jump right on into it. We all know the story of Jesus. We all know he's the Messiah. He's the human version of God. He's a miracle worker. He's like absolutely perfect in every single way. We know that he was born in a manger. We know he died on a cross. We know these things. But there's many things we don't know. For instance, he was born. We've got the three messiahs that come up and they're like, Okay, even though you're a baby, we're going to give you these super precious gifts because you're the messiah. You're here to save us. And you don't even know it yet. Then it skips ahead like 14 years later when he is in his first... Act of God that's recorded in the Bible. And what happened during those 14 years? How, like, did his mom get on to him? Jesus, don't do that. I mean, he's perfect, so was he this perfect child? And what about when Mary had her second baby? Oh, little Timmy, why can't you be more like Jesus? You know that had to have been a hard act to follow. So, He's there, he's born, he's already praised and he's a couple hours old. And 14 years later, we have no idea what happened during those 14 years, but we know 14 years later, he ditches his parents, goes to church and starts preaching the word. And his parents aren't even mad that he ditched them. It's crazy. So, we've got that. He ditches his parents. Mind-blowing, they don't even ground him. So, And is it crazy? It took the parents two days to notice that their son was gone. You have to imagine the panic that Mary must have been going through. Oh my gosh, I've just lost God's son. You've got no idea how much of a panic she must have been in. So we've got that, the crazy first act of Jesus that's recorded. Then he goes on and starts walking on water, making... Bread and fish out of nothing keeps multiplying out of nowhere he is raising people from the dead he's curing people of diseases he is making wine he's making water turn into wine you've got all these crazy crazy things that he's doing these crazy miracles he's producing and it's like oh jesus yeah he's perfect whatever And we don't even take into consideration how many wonderful things he's done, how he's impacted our lives. It's crazy. But then, he's 14 and we've got his first act that was recorded in the Bible. And then he's 30-something years old and he dies. He's crucified on the cross. So he's got 15 years that produced so many of those chapters and books in the Bible from just 15 years and that's just an proximity. Proximity, I think that's how you say it. But that's just about how long these tons of books. There are even books before he was even thought about being born, and talking about oh yeah, there's gonna be Messiah. He's gonna save us, and when he dies, he's going to not have a broken bone in his body. It's crazy, they predicted that. Then, he's put on the cross. Guess what? Not a single bone in his body is broken. They, the nails went right through the bones, they went right in between them. Normally, they break your leg when you're being crucified on the cross to make sure you're dead, but they didn't You know, like, you know what? Even if he's not dead yet, we're gonna stab him in the side so he is dead. We know he's dead. So they still did not break a bone in his body. It's crazy. Still, on and on and on, we are told he's the Messiah, he is perfect, but we don't take into consideration the crazy, amazing things that he's done for us and the crazy, amazing journeys of his life. No joke, his life is like a reality show. It could be on TV, reality TV, and it would have, like, so many views and have so many awesome reviews. It'd be the greatest Lifetime movie ever. It's crazy how dramatic and intense the Bible is. And that leads me to my next point, the good old B-I-B-E-L-E. So let's get on right into that. So the good old -I I got this idea from our Wednesday night group tonight. I had no idea what I was going to talk about. And then I heard this and I knew I needed to talk about it. So the Bible, how many people have actually picked up your Bible this week and read it? I know I haven't. I haven't picked up my Bible every single day and opened to Proverbs or Acts or 1 Corinthians or Genesis even. I haven't opened up to anything. I haven't read anything in the Bible this week. I haven't opened it up. I haven't even looked at it really. I was sitting on my nightstand and just sat there really. I didn't do anything. I didn't apply it to my life. And so some questions we can ask ourselves. One, I've already asked you, have you read the Bible this week? Have you even opened it up? Number two, does the Bible apply to your life? Number three, on a scale of one to 10, what would you rank the Bible in terms of you understanding it and applying it to your life? Number four, oh, my breath's (coughs) caught up. Number four, what, when you're reading the Bible, do you understand it? Do you? Do you know what it's even talking about? Number five, when, what is your reason for actually reading the Bible? What's a good reason for reading it? Number six, what's the reason for not reading the Bible? I can answer five and six for you right now. A good reason for reading the Bible is... It's God's Word. He trusts us enough to give us His Word, so the least we can do is read it. There's one for number five. For number six, I've got multiple we've got. There's not enough time. I don't understand it. It doesn't apply to me. How can I put that in my life? Oh, but I need to do this. There's so many more I can name. Those are just a couple. So, sorry, when we're reading the Bible, do we understand it? Do we know what it's talking about? Most of the time, I don't. That's why I go to my phone a lot of the times and search scriptures that I'm confused on if I'm reading the Bible. But if I just want to read some scriptures, I'll probably head to my phone, read the Daily Devotionals on YouVersion, and just find the daily scriptures, and read those. Sorry, I had to do something real fast. Now, some more about the Bible. How can we make the Bible apply to our life? How can we put it in there and make it mean something? First of all, we got to read it. we If you saw somebody burning a Bible, are you going to jump in and grab that Bible? Or... Are you go if somebody is standing on a bible are you going to tell them to get off? If somebody's talking bad about the bible are you going to tell them to stop? <coughs> Sorry. Oh. When we would die for the bible. Yet we don't know anything about the bible. I didn't know today how many books are in the bible. I don't know how many were in the Old Testament or how many were in the New Testament, just so you know. There's 66 books in the Bible, 39 in the Old Testament, 27 in the New Testament. I thought that was a really cool fact that he just plopped out of nowhere. I'm like, holy cow, how did he do that? But he did, so that was really cool. And it's crazy. We don't know pretty much anything about the Bible. I know I don't. Yet, we're willing to die for it. We're willing to die for something we don't even know anything about. It's crazy. So how can we apply it to our life? How can we learn to know it? We've got to read it. If you don't understand it, look up the scriptures. Get a version that you do understand. I know I don't understand the NIV version very well, but when I go to my phone and change the version to easy It's so much easier for me to understand. And then I can go to NIV and be like, oh, this word means that. This word means that. And I can gradually get better at the NIV version. So you just got to read it. You got to, when you're applying it to your life, WWJD, what would Jesus do? Obviously, we can't always do what Jesus would do. For example, if someone's sick, Jesus would probably heal them. We can't go put my hand on your hand and you shalleth be as healeth. We can't do that. We don't have that power within us, but we can encourage them and say, listen, you just got to pray to God. We'll be praying for you. We will, the power of prayer will get you through this. We will work through this together. We will we'll be there for you. It's the confidence in God. It's the praying to God. It's the trusting God and showing people that you do that. And so maybe, just maybe they will too. That's applying it to your life. It's not going out and walking on water and saving lives physically. It's saving lives spiritually. For instance, this is why I say my 86,500 seconds saying there's 86,500 seconds in a day. What are you going to do with them? How are you going to change them? You've got to apply the Bible to your life and that's changing somebody's life. That is getting their ticket to heaven just by you applying the Bible to your life. If you're doing it, then surely to goodness. Somebody else will see that be like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. I'm going to do that. <coughs> because as crazy as the world is today, we're all followers. Most people are followers. And if they see you being a good leader and leading the word of God, teaching the word of God, then they're going to follow that. And they're going to trust the word of God. And they're going to take lead. And they're going to lead the word of God and speak the word of God too. It's all about applying it to your life. And to do that, we have to understand the Bible. And by doing that, you've got to actually read it. That's something I'm going to start doing myself. That's something you should start doing yourself at least every day or every other day even. We just got to try our hardest to read it. Try our hardest to understand it so you can apply it and change someone's life. There are 86,500 seconds in a day. What are you going to do with them? How are you going to make today's ordinary day the day they get, somebody else gets their ticket to heaven? Like I said earlier, apply it to your life and you will be the reason somebody gets their ticket to heaven. You will be the reason somebody is being saved from an eternal burning to walking through the floodgates of heaven and walking on the golden brick road. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed and stay tuned so you can hear the next one. Bye, guys. See y'all later.